Dominica, the Caribbean, and the rest of the world. And welcome to another episode of Untapped Potential with Dr. Simone right here on TDN Radio. I hope that you had a great weekend and you're ready for another power-up session of Untapped Potential. This is the place we come each and every week to get powered up for the week ahead, to get energized with a great interview, some great music, and of course, the tip for the week. So again, welcome to Untapped Potential. If you're in the Northeast, I hope that you have finally dug up from under all that snow that you guys received on the weekend. It has been extremely cold down here in Georgia. We're waking up to temperatures in the 20s. So we have not seen this sort of temperatures for the last uh, four years. So certainly not something that we are used to at this point. But again, it is great to be here with you for another episode of Untapped Potential right here on TDN Radio. Of course, we have another packed hour for you this evening. We have an interview that we did with the Dominica Sifical Alumni Association who are doing great work to ensure that the new Marigot Hospital has two dialysis machines. So as you know, if you're from Dominica, one of the challenges that we face is the lack of available equipment in many areas of the island. So to facilitate the care of those who need dialysis care in the northern part of the island, the Dominica Civical Alumni Association is on a fundraising mission to be able to provide these dialysis machines to the new Marigot Hospital. So they stopped by last week to uh, inform us of their efforts and to encourage us to become members of the association as well as to donate some much needed funds for the association. So we're very happy. We're happy to have these platforms via Facebook Live, YouTube Live, uh, TDN Radio, Q95FM, to be able to support and promote the important work that Dominicans at home and abroad are doing. So stay tuned for that interview. And of course, later on in the program, we will have for you our tip of the week. So stay tuned for after our Facebook Live pre-recorded interview to find out some much needed information as we get 2022 off the ground and we continue to just seek motivation to stay focused on those life goals that we have set for ourselves. So again, it is great to be here with you for another episode of Untapped Potential. I look forward to being with you each and every Tuesday as we stop by to get powered up for the week. And we also stop by to remind ourselves of the important life goals that we have set for ourselves. By the way, how are those New Year's resolutions going? So, you know, if you're struggling, I always encourage everyone to grab a copy of Push Past 10, P-U-S-H-P-A-S-T, 1-0, Push Past 10 on Amazon as just a quick way, some quick, simple tips that I have used over the last, I don't know, 25 years to stay motivated on my goals. So again, if you're struggling, we've created that resource for you to help you to stay on track with those important life goals. And again, it's the carnival season. So stay tuned for after the interview to find out how we're continuing to celebrate Dominica's carnival season. And 
and of course we're going to enjoy some good calypso music as part of this program so let's enjoy this number from king dice communist country as we get the program off and started enjoy one to you one to them. Daddy, daddy, da 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 Is fighting a losing battle in my land, in my land. And most of the most educated people live in surrendered existence. And the best way to get into trouble is to try and liberate oppressed people who don't know where they stand. They don't understand that binding together. People's power is the only solution for all land But they want to shut me up People still free to talk in communist China And Venezuela What is the big thing? People protesting They want to shut we up Are we not free to talk in Dominica? Leaders them doing all kind of wrong things Hear me, take care or you kidnap me We, we ain't living in no communist country Today Did I do Daddy, daddy, da 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 da
struggling to pay your bills? Has your income been impacted by COVID-19? Are you on track with securing your family's financial future? Let Badui Financial Services be your guide in this ever-changing world. From budgeting and finally eliminating your debt to protecting your income and leaving a financial legacy for your family. Badui Financial Services is your one-stop shop for securing your financial future. Give them a call today at 864-607-1361. That number again, 864-607-1361. Badui Financial Services, Integrity and Service is our commitment to you. Give them a call. Yes. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to our Push Past 10 platform. As you know, here on Push Past 10, we are dedicated to promoting all the wonderful work that we as Dominicans and people of Caribbean heritage are doing around the world. Uh, if this is your first time joining us, I am Simone Matthew, and it is great to be here with you for another program. Uh, this evening, we are joined by Mr. Wayne. Lybron and Mr. Keith Benjamin from the Dominica Civical Alumni Association, DSAA, and they're here to tell us all about the association as well as a very important campaign to raise money for the, to equip the new Marigot Hospital with dialysis machines. So very, very important. If you're from Dominica, you know that it is quite a trek to traverse from Marigot to Roseau for dialysis treatment. So they have making, they're making an extraordinary effort to ensure that the new hospital in that will be fully equipped with a dialysis or, uh, machine or two to ensure that this is no longer the case. So come on in, come on in. Let everyone know that we are here. We are live on Facebook on Push Past 10 and several other platforms. And we are also live on YouTube. So don't forget to share the live, share the link, let everyone know that we are here. And we will also have a rebroadcast of this program and untapped potential on TDN Radio. So again, let us give a warm welcome to our panel as they join us. Let's make sure your mics are unmuted. And we say a pleasant good evening to Mr. Wayne Lybert and Mr. Keith Benjamin. Benjamin. Hi, guys. Hi, Simone. Hi, good evening. Hi, Simone. Thanks, Simone. Yes, excellent. So we're really happy that you're here with us today to tell us all about the important work that DSAA is doing. But in particular, we will be talking about the dialysis machine project that you guys are doing. And of course, we want to thank our sponsors who sponsor this platform on Facebook and YouTube Live. So our sponsors are TDN Radio, as well as Badui Financial Services. So as we get started this evening, let us go ahead and have our guests uh, introduce themselves as they tell us who they are and their role in the association. So Wayne, I'll go ahead and start with you. Yes, I'm uh, Wayne Lybird, um, the president of Dominica Alumni um, Dominica Civical Alumni Association. Um, we formalized uh, back in December, um, December 14, 2020, and have been pretty active um, trying to do projects to assist uh, Dominica. Yes, excellent. And let's go over to Mr. Keith Benjamin as he tells us about him and his role in the organization. Hi, Simone. Um, Keith Benjamin from Dominica, resident in Dominica at this time. I'm the second vice president of DSAA. Um, like Wayne um, uh, mentioned, we we got going at the end of December in 2020 as a, as a formal non-profit non -for organization. Yeah. 
Yes. So again, if you're just joining us, uh, we're speaking to the, the president and the second vice president of BSSA. And let's just learn a little bit more about our guest this evening. So Mr. Wayne Leibert is the inaugural president of BSAA, and he is an executive with a retail company as their chief information officer, the CIO. He's in charge of the company's information technology and computer systems, a role he has played for over 31 years with his current and previous employer. He has a long history of serving Dominica via nonprofit organizations as the past president of the South Florida Association of Dominicans, SOFAD, and the past president of the Rotary Club in Dominica. And then we have our second vice president of DSAA, Mr. Keith Benjamin. Uh, he's the vice president of Picot Innovations, Innovations Limited. Uh, he's a founding partner of that company, a technical consultancy company operating in Dominica since 2013. He holds an MBA in technology management, and he has served over 30 years with cable and wireless in areas of engineering, project management, technology management, and he has worked in Dominica, Antigua, Grenada, and St. Lucia. So did I miss anything in the introduction? <laughs> you did a good job. Excellent job. <laughs> uh, great. So, so I think we can start off, and, and I'm not sure which one of you will let us know, but just kind of tell us about the Dominic Pacifical Alumni Association. Yeah, well, um, you know, a group of friends, um, I wasn't present, so I'll have Keith go uh, tell you a little about that. But about probably three, four years ago, met in Dominica around Carnival on a social um, event. And, um, you know, soon after we learned that one of our um, classmates and, and, and schoolmates had an issue with uh, kidney disease. And over the ensuing two years, we assist him because he had to um, leave his job with transportation uh, to Roseau to get dialysis treatment. We also assisted him, uh, assisted his daughters uh, with uh, transportation to and from school. And that was really the seed that really got us going. We decided to formalize as a group and we thought there was a lot that we could do for Dominica. And um, we had four inaugural projects and the dialysis project was the main project of the group. We decided we wanted to put dialysis machines in the rural areas of Dominica Particularly, this individual was driving from the Concord, Marigot area, and Marigot um, happened to be the destination that we chose. Um, it's quite coincidence that um, there was a new um, a hospital being built in Marigot and uh, with accommodations for dialysis machine. And um, when we contacted uh, the Dominica Hospital Authority, um, we were able to get that location <clears throat> as the location for machine, which which coincided with um, what we had originally planned. Keith, yeah. So, so like when said uh, said a few years ago, we met socially, and then we had we had the the discussion of helping our friend and and classmate, and then we decided to to form to formalize. Um, an organization, a non-for-profit, and we began to brainstorm what we could do, uh, what areas, what projects we could, we could take, and um, we, we had we had we have a list of of um, intended in, uh, endeavors that we will get into, I suppose, as we continue our discussion. Um, but like Wayne said, we decided to prioritize um, the dialysis project because we saw that as maybe a, a greater need, and. Um, we, it took it took a bit of putting together for even where we are now, you know, putting it, uh, get, doing all the research. We learned quite a bit of uh, on on dialysis in Dominica, the status of things, etc., and decided to to go forward with this. And we are happy to have um, persons like yourself um, on our side, trying to get the word out, trying to tell a story, and really trying to reel in reel in persons to to join with us in our efforts to basically making Dominica a better place. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, so before we dive into the dialysis uh, project, let's just talk a little bit about the association. So, for example, how many current members do you have? And of course, you know, can your former students of CIFACOL, also known as the Clifton Dupinity, Dupini Technic, uh, College, Community College, and now the State College, I hope that you have wonderful lasting memories like I do of coming of age at CIFACOL. You know, as a young child, you always looked up to the guys and the ladies who went to CIFACOL because you aspired to be able to go to CIFACOL at one point or the other former student and you're joining us i hope that you've had great memories and we also want to make sure we acknowledge everyone who's joining us on facebook so far so we have chandra irish who says hi thank you for being here chandra we have Madeline breedy we have snapper laura the man keith good to see you again evelina blah nice to see you uh, we also have dr damien dublin Unlike onion, that's what he says. <laughs> Commendable <laughs> initiative to benefit the entire Marigat Health District, Kalinago Territory, Casabros, Concord, Sansover, Pititsavan, Wesley, Marigat, Woodford Hill, Kalibishi. Uh, Clyde Gregoire is here. He has a good barber as well. Okay, not sure what that means. Edith Thomas Roberts. Well, I think we can already see the extent of the, the, the impact that this project is going to have. But again, before we talk about the project, let's talk about the organization. So can you just tell us some of the other projects, how many members you current, we currently have in the USA and some of the other projects before the dialysis project? So yeah, Simone, so one of the first things um, we did was we wanted to formalize the organization. That involved getting incorporated and um, getting nonprofit status in Dominica. That took us several months and um, much more involved than uh, meets the eye, you know, getting, getting the authorization from the government to be able to use the word Dominica and likewise getting the authorization mm-hmm. from Dominica State College to use uh, the word CIFACOL. But, but ultimately, we got all of that done, got the bylaws done through um, the assistance of all of um, our inaugural members. And we finally got incorporated on uh, December 14, 2020. We have about 60-something um, participants in our group, with about half of which are paid members. We really only um, had members started paying a, a few months ago, sometime um, last year. And we have a nominal fee of uh, $20 for um, uh, registration, and a $50 annual fee, both uh, US dollars. Um, and we have a pretty active group. Um, our Initial four projects, one being the dialysis project, one being a mentorship project for the Dominica CIFACOL um, uh, uh, students. Uh, we had a road signage uh, project, and then we had a think tank project. Um, but we've really put all our efforts um, into um, the dialysis project because that involved raising 110000 US dollars to not only get the machines, get the treatment tanked for education, shipment, um, um, installation, and getting up and going in Marigat. And um, that's a significant amount. To date, we've erased 20%, 20, about 20% of that amount. Uh, last I checked, we had a, a little over $22,000 raised. And one of the things we decided, since so many members are here in the U.S. and their uh, companies, um, on October 18th last year, we got incorporated in Florida as um, a Florida organization and filed for our 501c3 um, nonprofit status in the United States, uh, which is pending but um, uh, should um, come through soon so that we can also mobilize in the US and that our members can get. Um, um, uh, their donations, they can deduct that on uh, their, their tax returns. Yes. Um, yeah. So, um, Simon, uh, can you hear me okay? Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. So, 
if you think of the number of, of persons who have passed through the doors of, of um, Clifton Jubilee College, um, Cifocol, and Nordamica State College, the numbers we have now are pretty small. So we are in a full and permanent campaign mode to, to get um, persons to sign up um, to become formal and paying members. And also the drive is always on and we, we really value this opportunity here to, to um, make that appeal to the um, alumni to, to join us, um, be a part of what we are doing. And I think there's a lot of, a lot of satisfaction in giving that we, that, um, you know, we want to appeal to, to your better side to join us and make our uh, help push our projects really um, for the betterment, like I said, at the end of the day is for betterment of, of our lives in Dominica really. Yeah, absolutely. And we also say a pleasant good evening to, let's see who joined us, Louisa Japier out there in the UK. We have Debbie in Canada. Uh, we have Francis Hilton. So thank you, everyone, for being here. Don't forget to share the live. Let everyone know that we're here. I'm not sure whose dog is barking, but hopefully we can attend to that <laughs> so it doesn't become... Uh, distraction. So before again we talk about the dialysis uh, machines, kind of just give us a status update on the Marigot Hospital. Is construction finished? Is it open at this point or is it still ongoing? So as far as I'm aware that um, completion is uh, should be roughly around the end of the first quarter of uh, this year and um, we are making it our goal to try to um, get the funds raised um, to target um, that time frame. I want to say one other thing about qualification for the group um, from your first question. So initially when we started, you had to be a graduate of either Clifton Dupini uh, uh, College, Technical College, CIFOCOL, or the Dominica State College. We've amended that, especially with the hurricanes and so forth. Some persons started and went to finish schooling in Antigua, one of the other Caribbean islands. So if you've had one year, if you've completed at least one year at um, any one of these institutions, Dominica State College, um, Clifton Dupini Technical College, or CIFACOL, you're eligible to be a member. Um, one of the other things we didn't answer in your initial question, you asked what were some of, of the projects we've done. We um, reached out, and um, when we had the um, Sufria volcano in um, in Saint Vincent, and we, and along with uh, Dominica State College as a partner, um, we were able to donate over ten thousand seven hundred dollars to uh, the Saint Vincent and the Grenadines Community College and those who were affected uh, by the volcano um, to assist them. So that was significant. We also raised uh, at the end of uh, last year for the 2021 graduating students of the um, uh, Dominica State College, we're able to give 12 subject prizes and to the students and also promise to do uh, 12 more subject prizes um, this year, which uh, the, the following year, which would be uh, this year. Um, in addition to that, we have um, done five scholarships for kids in high school and primary school um, education. And we did that um, for the 2021-2022 um, years and, um, and uh, looking for other worthy projects. We, we've also added, uh, Simone, which may be beneficial to some of the people listening, um, two additional committees. We've added a scholarship committee because we, we think, as, especially as alumni association, that we should certainly give to students and so to try to fund scholarships for students at the varying levels of education um, in Dominica. And then one interesting project for everybody, we've had a reunion uh, committee um, to try to plan a reunion of all the members of um, DSAA. So if you're not a member, you should join. It has been great meeting everybody who I haven't seen for a long time as new members come on. And it's a fun group um, that everybody um, who attended any one of these three institutions should join. Yeah, and I certainly cannot think of a better organization to join because we talked about coming of age. But I think for many of us, it was the first opportunity to meet other Dominicans from other parts of the country. 
of, of other parts of Dominica. So for example, you know, I went to the convent high school, which was predominantly girls from the Roseau and Environ areas. But once I got to Sifakol, because it was the only college on the island, we had people from, you know, Grand Bay, we had people from Portsmouth, we had people from Bakers. So it was really an eye-opening experience because it sort of broadened your world. And to this day, you know, we still have friends that we uh, we made from Sifakol. So I cannot think of a better organization. And as a matter of fact, I have gone ahead and signed up to be a part of the organization. So we're kind of doing two things here. We're doing a membership drive and we're also raising funds for the dialysis machine. Let's talk a little bit, a little bit more about the project. So what was the initial thoughts um, uh, surrounding the project and just kind of walk us through how um, the Simon, idea developed. So just before you do that, allow me to just um, answer, add a bit to a previous question. Yes about the DISA. I'm just reading from from our um, from our constitution really that states what our purpose is, right? Mm -hmm. It says to serve as an organ for development and implementing philanthropic um, projects in Dominica, to drive higher levels of intellectual output to assist in national human capital and foster the creation of jobs, reduction of poverty and development of socioeconomic projects among others. So I just wanted to formally, that's what um, we are about within in DSA. Yeah, okay. So we can, we can move into, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead yeah. No, I thought you, I, I, that was it. We can move into the question that she just asked now. And, and Simone, I also want to mention um, that um, we, one of the things that we fought hard for um, and um, we're very proud of, we are the official alumni association of the Dominica State College. Yes. And um, very important um, to have their backing and support uh, for the students continuing at the State College. Right. So, so is there a particular office within the college that the students should contact if uh, they're getting ready to graduate? Or do they go on the website to sign up? So uh, Mornell at the Dominica State College is our point person here and coordinator, although we've uh, spoken to pretty much people only at all levels of the administration at the Dominica State College, but um, um, they're free to contact Mornell and she can guide them accordingly because we'd hope all of the graduates of the Dominica State College essentially sign up uh, with uh, uh, DISA, Dominica Sifakol Alumni Association. Yeah, absolutely. So the, onto the, the dialysis project, the questions yes. I asked initially, do you remember? <laughs> no, yes, basically the genesis of it. So yes. uh, as we alluded to at the beginning, we had a, a classmate who had renal disease and required um, dialysis, uh, created a real challenge for him um, economically and other ways. Um, he, he required, because dialysis services are centralized or only available in Roseau, it meant having to commute um, from the area he lived in in Concord um, up to what, <clears throat> excuse me, up to about four times a week. That obviously, um, and he had he had daughters as well who also were um, as a result they were fell into a point of need in 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 more ways that we were able to. We decided actually that sort of motivated us to assist the family initially, and. Um, you know, regrettably, um, he has passed on since as a result of, of that disease. And even, um, even then gave us more, it was more of an impetus for us to do something beyond his passing um, that, you know, if we could save another life, save more lives um, through providing um, services that are bringing service nearer to, to patients, really taking them out of Roseville. So that was the, the the trigger to the to the project, um, and that is why we chose Marigot as well because he was from that area, and it is it was really coincidental that the ducks lineup that the government was actually building a hospital there, um, so you know it, it all seemed to have fallen in place for for doing just what we we were aiming to do. Yeah, and I'm happy you mentioned the government because I know there was an important collaboration between the Dominica Hospital Authority. So can you tell us some more about that, the collaboration with uh, the, the Dominica Hospital Authority? So yeah, we've had, um, we've had conversations with all, um, 
all levels at the Dominica Hospital, <coughs> including uh, their CEO. As a matter of fact, uh, Pearl James, we had done an, 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 an earlier program on um, the Dominica Broadcasting Station, and we had a representative from the Dominica um, uh, Hospital Authority, Dr. Pearl James. Um, and unfortunately, they weren't able to have uh, somebody here tonight, but we hope to have somebody um, on, a, on a subsequent program. So it's been an important aspect of it. One, we wanted to make sure that we were giving brand new machines to uh, Dominica. Two, we wanted to make sure there were machines that they were familiar with. So we needed to find out what machines were already being in use um, in Dominica. Three, we wanted to make sure there were machines that could be maintained. So the company who presently um, um, provides the machines for Dominica goes down to Dominica, I think every three to six months to service the machines. Um, also, um, four, we may want to make sure that there's personnel there that can, uh, can operate the machines. We didn't want to essentially put a white elephant uh, that did not get used. So it was important to coordinate um, with uh, the Dominica Hospital Authority to make sure we got the right equipment uh, that could be uh, implemented and used right away, go to good use. So all of the patients in the north of the island um, did not have to travel to Roseau. And there's an additional benefit because of the location of the um, airport and pending um, international airport, dialysis patients traveling to and from Dominica, should they need treatment, um, they do not have to commute all the way uh, back to Roseau to get that treatment. They will be able to um, get the services right at the Dominica um, uh, Marigot um, Hospital. So um, in more ways than one, this is really um, going to serve a wide berth of uh, the Dominica population and tourists and um, diaspora um, going to and from Dominica. Yeah, so a very important project indeed. And if anyone is just joining us, uh, I just shared my screen so you can see what we're talking about. So the Dominica Cifical Alumni Association is getting ready to, pre to prepare to donate dialysis machines to the new Marigot Hospital. And I want to thank everyone who's here. Don't forget to share the live. Let everyone know that we are here for this very important conversation. Uh, since we started, we see Jillian McIntyre has joined us. Uh, Rosalind Severin McLean, Nixon Pear. So thank you for being here and don't forget to share the live. So let us take a look at the association and we can just talk about more in terms of what you and we are needed in terms of the funding and what exactly the funding will go towards. So you mentioned that uh, it is about 110 thousand uh, US dollars. So kind of just tell us how you came up with that figure and what are the, the costs associated with uh, funding this project? So the figure consists of the cost of the two machines, um, the um, cost of, um, there's a treatment um, uh, that has to be connected to those machines and um, just the cost of uh, those three items is over 60% of the funds. The additional funds go towards um, the shipping of the machines to Dominica, um, uh, training, installation at the um, uh, Marigot Hospital. Um, and, you know, and, and so some people don't know, obviously there's a little um, cost um, associated with raising funds on GoFundMe. If everybody go to um there are ways there to um, donate, either by the GoFundMe or PayPal or Cash App or Venmo. We're hoping to obviously raise a significant number of funds during this program. We, I don't think you should um, wait or hesitate. I think everybody, everybody looking right now should go in and um, make a donation um, of sizable amounts. I want to give um, one story related to the donations. One of the employer, one of the employers of um, one of our members, and this was related to me by one of the members, and she told me um, when she mentioned it to her employer her employer said um, she wanted to donate. 
And um, she didn't really realize why, but then she related to her the story that she had told her a year uh, before with uh, Hurricane Maria, that there was a dialysis patient who also came from the north of the island who needed treatment. And after the hurricane, because of the destruction of the infrastructure, had to walk from Margaret to Roseau to get treatment. And her employer here in the States remembered that story and uh, donated $5,000 to the project. So I appeal to everyone, not only your donation, but that of your co-workers, that of your employers, um, to help uh, get us over the hump uh, to get us to uh, $110,000 um, by the end of the first quarter. Um, that's going to help save Dominicans and um, prevent them from having to drive an hour each way to get treatment. It's very uncomfortable. Um, mm -hmm. Imagine if somebody's sick, obviously cannot work, not feeling well, and having to drive all the way to Roseau to get treatment. And um, we want to we want to put a stop to that. The intention we, is for us to go on to other rural areas after Margaret. So Margaret is just the first, but um, um, we need to we need to get there, and uh, we need your help. Yeah, and I also think it's important, Keith, I'm coming to you, but I also think it's important all the areas Dr. Dublin highlighted in terms of the people who will be impacted. So we think of the Marigot Hospital, but think about all the surrounding areas that will also benefit from these machines. Now, how prevalent is kidney disease in Dominica? Do we have any idea on, on how prevalent kidney disease? Because I know we're going to have a follow-up program and talk about educating our people on kidney disease. So we, we uh, Keith, I don't know if you want to jump in. No, I was just want to say, um, actually, it, it was when we met with the um, hospital authority, they actually did a presentation to us. And for me, it was quite surprising the extent um, of how prevalent um, kidney disease is, is in Dominica. Because mm -hmm. right, currently they operate roughly 10 machines and those machines are always in use. And um, I was pretty surprised that that it was such um, that it was such a, a common disease. I, I I had I had no clue. I've had friends in the, um, who who had um, the occasion of of uh, sorry having to to go on dialysis or regular who have since passed. But I never knew. I never thought that it was such a big um, problem, so to speak. And um, I you know this this project is just meant to to. Ease to ease the burden associated with, with the people in the more new rural areas, specifically the northeast, um, to make it more accessible. Make the more accessible. So again, you've just been listening to a portion of our interview with the Dominica Syphical Alumni Association. And as we always do, if you would like to catch the entire interview, you can head on over to pushpast10.com, P-U-S-H-P-A-S-T, the number 10.com. And there is a link to our YouTube channel where all the interviews from our past Facebook Live interviews are listed. So if you head on over to pushpast10.com and you click on the YouTube channel link, it will take you directly to our interviews. So you may have to click on, for example, um, the live link because this was a Facebook program which was recorded live. So take a look for the rest of the program. And of course, you'll be able to enjoy the video of the program as well. So as we continue right along with the program, we have our tip for the week. And this time we went on over to a law of attraction coaching on YouTube for an important message as we get the year started. And we are reminded to wake up and work hard what is still in your dream? So again, you know, this program, we come together to focus on our personal goals and what is getting in the way. So we've covered topics such as procrastination. We've covered topics such as being distracted by everything else that's going on around the world. So this particular portion of information from YouTube, the Law of Attraction Coaching, uh, is the channel and the information focuses on what is still in your dream. So take a listen and then stay tuned as we come back to wrap up you the You said to have an extraordinary life, you got to have an extraordinary psychology, right? Extraordinary psychology means you got to live in an extraordinary state. 
be in an extraordinary state, you've got to condition your nervous system, your body, your physiology and focus to be at their best. Then to do that, though, you can do that. Why doesn't everybody? Not because you can't. We all have the ability. It's because of our standards. Think about your own life. I know there have been areas in your life where some point in time you just shifted and you raised the standard and your life changed. Because whatever people have their identity attached to, they live. We live who we believe we are. My journey from here to there was lonely. The reason? I was willing to be wrong and admit wrong so that I could grow and so that I could change. You see, growth is a result of bad habits dropped, wrong priorities changed, and new ways of thinking embraced. It happens only when we question ourselves enough to ask serious questions from others. The people who do not grow are unwilling to ask themselves or others hard questions. They are unwilling to leave what they have known and practiced. They are not willing to be wrong so they can discover what is right. Therefore, they cling to right. And their lives turn out wrong. How sad. We get what we're looking for. We filter out everything else in our life. You're going to get what you're looking for even if it doesn't even exist even if it's not even there. If you're looking for negatives, if you're looking for setbacks, if you're looking to be looked over, you will find it even though it's not supposed to be there. But if you're looking for victory, for winning, for recruits, for people to change your life, for magic moments, you will find them if you're looking for them. I promise you that's true in life. Your brain, when you condition it, knows exactly what to go for and will find a way to get there. When you decide what's most important to you, your brain goes after it. Surrender of being right enables us to ask questions that others can answer and add value to us. Surrender of being right is the prerequisite to finding right. I believe that with all my heart. And here's what I know. I never want to get to the place where I've got it all figured out. I still want to keep learning, I still want to keep growing, and I still want to be a student and I still want to be on a learning curve and, and I still want to value people and I still want to walk into their life and say, look, you have something that, that if I could just ask the right question, you could impart to me that would help me, that would allow me to, to become a better person myself. Ego is the anesthesia that deadens the pain of stupidity. Pride is the burden of a foolish person. If you're going to do a job, do it right. I've always been told how average I can be always been criticized about being average but I want to tell you something I stand here before you before all of these people not listening to those words but telling myself every single day to shoot for the stars to be the best that I can be good enough isn't good enough if it can be better and better isn't good enough if it can be best wisdom will come to you in the unlikeliest of sources a lot of times through failure. When you hit rock bottom, remember this. While you're struggling, rock bottom can also be a great foundation on which to build and on which to grow. I'm not worried that you'll be successful. I'm worried that you won't fail from time to time. The person that gets up off the canvas and keeps growing, that's the person that will continue to grow their influence. How many of you would love a breakthrough? All right. Number one, you gotta have a permeating attitude that you're gonna win. You gotta have a positive outlook. You gotta be optimistic. You gotta know you're gonna win. You gotta, right now, you gotta say, I'm gonna win. I don't mean just this contest. I don't mean the contest. I mean, I'm gonna win. I'm gonna win. My life is gonna win. There's gonna be a victorious life here. Because listen to me, the price you pay for losing here is too extreme. You have to carry the burden of failure the rest of your life. You carry that around with you if you fail here. The biggest thing that breaks my heart is you feel the spirit right now, and then when you get back, these dream stealers run into you, and they start to steal your dream, and you quit, you give up. You gotta decide I'm gonna win. You gotta decide that the failure part of carrying failure, you've been exposed to what your life could be. If you fail here, the price is extreme.
It's forever. You carry the failure forever. I'm being honest with you. I meet people oftentimes that say, I was in WFG. He really changed my life for this meeting. But, but, but. And they put their heads down. They've been carrying it. They carry it. They see these Facebooks and Instagrams and what we're doing. You got to know you're going to win. You got to sell out. Yeah, I'm telling you, you got to become a sellout. You need to sell out. You need to get obsessed. You got to get relentless. You got to be a road dog. You got to get intense. That's what you got to do. There's some dream stealers. You need to look out for these four. I don't want them to happen to you. You ready? Say yes. Dream stealer number one that'll take you out of here. Lack of confidence or faith. Lack of belief. It'll steal your dream. You got to know you're going to win. You got to have some faith. These people sitting around you right now, they're whispering to you, you can do this. I believe it. Just like when you were a little boy. Just like when you were a little girl. They've always believed in you. They've always known you were going to do something special. They always knew you were great. You need to know it. You need to take that God that's sitting there with you and those precious souls that have passed that have always believed in you and you carry them with you everywhere. They're with you anyway. Acknowledge them. If you don't believe that, honor them. Honor God. Honor these people who believed in you with your magnificent life. Honor them. Don't give in to lack of belief, lack of confidence. Don't ever do that again. Don't do it in WFG or out of WFG. You were made to do something great. You're special. You were made in the image of God. Something awesome supposed to happen for you. And those of you that have made something awesome happen, something even more awesome supposed to happen for you. I would say for the last 45 years, we've told psychologists have been, have been certainly to blame for this, at least in part. You're okay the way you are. That's what we tell young people. Oh, you're okay the way you are. It's like, and there's nothing worse than you can tell, that you can tell someone who's young than that, especially if they're miserable, you know, and lots of them, well, if they're miserable and aimless, it's like, oh, I'm miserable and aimless, and sometimes I'm suicidal and I'm nihilistic and I don't have any direction in your life, It's in my life. It's like, well, you're okay the way you are. You're, and it's like, they don't want to hear that. They want to hear, look, you know, you're, and you know this, you're useless. You know nothing. You haven't got started. You've got 60 years to put yourself together and God only knows what you could become. And that's so, that message is so much more, it's so funny because it's so, it's such an attack, but it's so positive because there's faith there in the, in the potential that makes up the person rather than the miserable actuality that happens to be manifesting itself at the moment. And young people respond extraordinarily well to that because, and you know that if you're a parent and you love your, your child, your son, your daughter, what you're trying to foster is the best in them. You want that to manifest itself across the course of their life. You want them to become continually more than they are, to see what they could be. And, well, and I think that's part of the great message of the West, is that that's, that's, the, that's the ethical requirement of individual being in, in, in the proper sense, is to constantly note that you're not what you could be to take responsibility for that and to and to commit yourself like body and soul to the attainment of that ideal so i have this thing that i've been promoting called no whining wednesdays wednesday you cannot whine complain or criticize and people are like well what is whining whatever you think it is don't do it and every time you do it, you have to put a quarter in a jar. If you whine about anything, I can't, I'm tired, why do me, why don't you, why have Every one of them will cost you a quarter. Or complaining, why don't you, why do you always, how come you, I always, they never, whoop, up, cost you a quarter. Then last week I had people send me pictures of their jars of quarters. Oh my God. <laughs> but what they said to me also was, this was wonderful because I was never ever aware of how much whining and complaining and criticizing I do. Now I've got mothers doing it with their children. So Wednesday is no whining Wednesday. We need to practice that. We need to stop whining about what isn't happening. 
what we don't have, what we can't do. You are listening to Untapped Potential with Dr. Simone. If you live in Canada, the U.S., and the U.K., and are looking for Dominica products, including cocoa sticks, bay rum, coffee, soaps, crafts, and other popular Dominica items, then look no further. You can now shop on buydominicaonline.com, a secure, easy-to-navigate website selling a wide variety of Dominica-made and Dominica-inspired products. When you shop on buydominicaonline.com, you are helping to grow Dominica's economy. Go to buydominicaonline.com and enjoy home away from home. All use some of this information, right? As the year, you know, we're looking at today being the first of February. January is already behind us, and we're looking for some motivation to stay on track with those important life goals. So I hope that you found some value in this information and you will be able to apply it to your life. So here we are at the end of the program. I always look forward to being here with you to get powered up and energized for the week ahead right here on untapped potential and you know we have our featured video for this week and we've been continuing our dominica virtual carnival on saturday we had dj real boss and he certainly showed himself out to be a real boss on the ones and twos as the djs often say it so he did a fantastic job of keeping us energized and keeping us moving and dancing and singing to all of our favorite calypsos and ahsoka and booyah hits so i want to thank dj real boss for doing an incredible job on saturday and if you've been following along you know that we are paying the djs so we are taking the walk we are walking the talk this year because we spent so much time talking about what needs to be done what is not being done to support economic development in dominica and i thought to myself well let's try to walk the talk this year. So our very first venture has gone very well. We've had about four performers right now since we started this venture back on January 15th, where we've had DJs out of Dominica join us via Facebook Live, Q95 Radio, YouTube Live to get the exposure that they need and to pay them, right? Because at the end of the day, uh, no matter how much exposure we give our performers and our talented folks from Dominica, if they're not earning an income to support themselves and to support their families, then our efforts are in vain. At least that's the way I see it. So I'm very proud of of the work that we did in terms of supporting and financially supporting our DJs out of Dominica. And so we will continue the effort. We will find other creative ways to be able to financially support Dominicans at home and abroad. So the DJs got the exposure, the sponsors of the program got the exposure. And again, I want to thank TDN Radio for being one of the partners by providing the StreamYard platform, which allows us to stream via Facebook as well as YouTube. So our featured video this week is in fact DJ Real Boss and his uh, his efforts to entertain us on Saturday. So head on over to pushpast10.com to check out that video. And of course, if you missed any of our past episodes of Untapped Potential, you can simply click on missed an episode and it will be able you will be you will be taken to all the episodes of this program that you may have missed along the way. So I want to thank you. I want to thank you for spending this time with me. I want to thank you. If you're a regular listener, if this is your first time tuning in, then welcome aboard. Don't forget to set your reminder to join us each and every Tuesday from 5.30 Eastern Time, 6.30 Caribbean Time, as we stop by to get energized and powered up for the week ahead and just keep the motivation, keep that fire burning on those personal life goals that we have set for ourselves. So again, it's been great to be with you here for another episode of Untapped Potential with Dr. Simone right here on TVN Radio. And as we head off, I always like to remind you to stay energized, stay engaged, stay positive. Remember your life story is your
your strength. All the challenges you faced along the way have prepared you for the challenges that you face today. So remember to stay strong, stay active, stay engaged, and stay positive and tap into your potential each and every day. So until we meet right back here next week, same time, same place, you have yourself a wonderful week.